Do you have the business you want, or is it driving you crazy? A recent survey said 70% of business owners are dissatisfied with some aspect of their business. That's why we created Driving Biz, the number one source of business information. We have the leading experts from around the world as guests each week. So enjoy and love your business. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my greatest pleasure to have a good friend on the show, Nelson Scott, who works with managers, supervisors, and other leaders who are committed to hiring, engaging, and retaining the right people using high-value, low-cost staff recognition. He has written two books, including 13 Reason Managers Are Unlucky with When Making Hiring Decisions, and Thanks, Great Job. His third book is out called Thanks Again, More Simple, Inexpensive Ways for Busy Leaders to Recognize Staff. And it will I said it was out, but it will be published later this year. Nelson is a former president of the Edmonton chapter of the Canadian Association of Professional Speakers. Welcome, Nelson. Alan, thank you very much for inviting me to join you this morning. Thank you. So how did you get into this path of helping managers do a better job with what they do? Well, let's uh, let's maybe just focus on the recognition part of it, uh, or even go back before that. Um, I was working in a position um, where I was overseeing the hiring of staff, and I thought, well, first of all, I came into hiring staff, like most people do, with no background, no experience, no training, uh, and uh, started making a lot of hiring decisions. So I decided I had to learn to be better in interviewing. So uh, I developed, like, attended courses. I did a lot of reading. I uh, I really studied interviewing and I started training other people within our organization and then outside the organization on how to conduct interviews. In terms of the recognition, um, which has really become increasingly part of my focus, I had conducted a day-long interview right to hire right workshop. And at the end, someone, you know, when, when we asked for questions, someone put up his hand and said, sounds like a lot of work. Why would we want to do that if we hire them and they just turn around and leave? The real question is, how do we keep them? To be honest with you, I wasn't quite sure how to answer that. I could have talked about, you know, pay them better, provide better benefits, uh, flexible work hours, perhaps, or on, on-site on daycare. These are all very good things to provide, but I didn't, th- anyone can do that. What you want to do is stand out. And what I suggest is, the best way to keep people is to let them know they're appreciated. Now, to be honest, when I said that, I hadn't a clue what I meant. But I have spent probably the last 20 years on a journey to discover what staff recognition is and how to do it more, how to do it more effectively. You, you know, so true. I, I think we are dealing with a day and age of the great resignation and the great resignation is a product of many things, but one of them is largely managers aren't helping their staff 
be recognized and be committed to their lives and their jobs. So it's no reason, a person really has no reason to stay tied to a company where they're not getting what they want. And it certainly isn't all about the money or flexibility. It's far more than that. Yeah. Well, Barry, when we take a job, we really are looking for two types of um, incomes. We're looking for incomes from um, kind of the financial income. We need that. That's what we, that pays for the food that puts a roof over our house. But the other need is for an emotional income. Compensation uh, is what we give people for being in a job. Recognition is what, what, what uh, we do to connect with people. It's kind of compensation or compensation is, is money. Recognition comes from our heart and we provide that emotional income that way. People will stay in environments where they feel they are valued as individuals and appreciated for what they do and what and what they achieve. Um, the I guess the other thing that's important to keep in mind is that um, uh, people want to feel they belong, and if they're in an environment where they're recognized, they're they're, they're more likely to feel they belong. They'll feel more comfortable being themselves, and I think that that is really important that you feel that you're in the right place. Yeah. You know, uh, the, I, I finished reading a book called leaders, uh, eat last by a person by the name of Simon Sinek, which I think all of our listeners have, have heard about because of his theories of managing, et cetera. And Simon, uh, has, a study in there of a person by the name of Bob Chapman who had to turn around one business that was faltering. And that business he learned, he turned around mainly by listening to the employees and working with them at an individual level in the old business. They could only do things like go for lunch when a bell rang. They could only do things uh, when they were treated in in an old-fashioned, archaic way. Well, they just, he found that that was not going to work. And by turning it around and giving individual recognition to each person, that made all the difference. And this is what you're advocating, is it not, Nelson? It certainly is. And I think you hit on a key word that is individual. Um, organizations sometimes will do things for the whole team. They'll thank everyone at the same time. And it's a nice thing to do, but it's that only is part of what people are looking for. You know, I, I don't mind be, if I go to work, I'm part of your team, but I'm also an individual and I want to be seen as an individual and treated as an individual. Yeah, I think it was Napoleon that said he could find men to do almost anything as long as he put a medal on their chest. So that is the recognition people want and crave. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, and, you know, and you're just picking up on what uh, you said about Napoleon, it, recognition is not about the things we give people. It's not about special events. It's not about trophies or certificates or anything like that. What re- These are only vehicles to help you convey your message of appreciation. What is important are, are your words, what you say, and how you say them. 
and and it's got to be an ongoing process. It's not just a one and done thing that some people, uh, some managers think, oh, I rewarded him a month ago or five months ago. Why are they wanting recognition again? Yeah, there's um, uh, frequently cited uh, the um, study by um, Gallup, and it talks about 12 questions that determine of the effectiveness of productivity, whether an organization is a good place to be. And one of them is, have you been recognized for doing your job well sometime in the last seven days? Which doesn't necessarily mean we should be recognizing people once every seven days, but it certainly means that we shouldn't wait a month or a year before that we recognize people again. And to change things to a culture of recognition is something that's important too, where your coworkers recognize what you're doing for them. Because coworkers, when they recognize it and say, thank you, and geez, that really meant a lot to me, actually has more to do it than even the management saying, oh, that was great. In um, When I was writing Thanks, Great Job, my first book, um, one, I spent time talking about the value of peer recognition, the power of peer recognition. It's most might be the most powerful type of recognition because while we expect to get recognition kind of flowing down from the boss to to the staff members, the the, the reality we don't necessarily expect that from our coworkers, but the coworkers are well positioned to recognize this because they do similar jobs. They know what's necessary to be successful. And when they praise us, when they recognize our contributions, it means that much more. Um, when I wrote the book, I actually suggested that the third Tuesday of each month should be designated as Peer Recognition Day. Not necessarily the only day that peers recognize each other, but a monthly reminder of the power of peer recognition. And if the management then recognizes the person doing the recognition it, it's even more rewarding yes you the, uh, the manager should certainly recognize the recognizers recognition is a strategic tool it's about acknowledging people for what for doing what's important what uh you know the things we want to see repeated um it's not about recognizing people for years of service or um, for showing up every day for work or something like that. It's about what they do while they're there and uh, and doing what we want them to do. Uh, I use the acronym um, in, in recognition. I talk about recognition as being great. And there are the five ingredients. The essential ingredient is it is motivated by a genuine sense of appreciation. The R stands for being relevant. What does your organization say is important? What does your mission statement say? We can be strategic by recognizing people for behaviors that move us closer to where we want to be. Uh, the other three things, it's explicit, which means we are specific about describing what the person did, which is much better than saying, thank you for everything. We want to thank you for one thing, because it shows that we as managers are paying attention. Appropriate means we find ways to personalize recognition. How you want to be recognized, Alan, may be different than how I prefer to be recognized. Maybe you prefer to be recognized in public where I prefer to be recognized in private. And finally, the T of the word great is timely. The sooner we recognize people, the better. It's like 
uh, having a opening a bottle of champagne and letting it sit there for a few hours before you serve it. It, it doesn't have the same effect. The fizz is gone. The longer we recognize people, the less impact that recognition is going to have. So it also requires us to know our workers. It requires us to know our staff, requires us to know what makes them tick and what makes them not tick. Very much. Um, uh, Another suggestion I make in the first book, and and we'll repeat in the book I'm about to publish now, is that, um, you know, here are all kinds of questions. You know, what are their interests? What are their hobbies? What do they do when they're not at work? What kind of foods do they like? Where do they like to dine? Uh, Do they like red wine or white? Um, Coffee or tea? All these things can help us know how, know them better so that we can recognize them in a, in a better way. Yeah. I belong to a group of people that teach people how to speak and the coaches were all brought to a seminar recently and at that seminar, they were rewarded by something very unique that I had never heard of. But they had brought been brought all to one location in, in the United States. And they were shown videos of their family saying, we love you. We, we know you're doing things for us. And each family member on video were telling them how much they loved them and how much they liked what they did for them. Now, can you picture that as a reward that, uh, you know, this means of zoom, et cetera, is so amazing. A, a manager could ask for a spouse to get on and, and say some comments about their spouse or their children or other people in their network, because that is such a powerful thing. Yeah, I think uh, in planning for recognition, we should acknowledge the importance of families. And some of the suggestions I've made are things like write a a little thank you note to the family of of an employee, just to thank them. Um, I heard about a school superintendent who would drop into the classroom of new teachers. And while he was there, he'd ask the teacher, for the phone number of a family member. And he would actually, while he was still in the classroom, he would phone the parent, talk about what he's seeing in the classroom and thank them for doing such a good job of bringing up their son or daughter. Um, um, it's important that families be involved in, as in situations similar to what you just described, Alan, where family members are part of a celebration of people's success. And uh, so even sending flowers to a family member when your staff member has to travel a lot or something or providing them the opportunity when that person comes back to, you know, give them a a gift card so they can go out for dinner or something like that as a family or provide a a gift of an activity such as a puzzle or a, a game or something that the family can do together. All these are ways of involving family in your staff recognition strategies. Now, it was probably more appropriate in the days before we went more virtual, but the sticky note is something that was so, that really struck me as something that's so fundamental. And when I was a cosmetic doctor, I used to use these all the time for my staff of using a sticky note. Could you please tell our listeners about the power of the sticky note? Well, if you looked at the cover of my first book, and actually the cover of my second book, you'll see that there is a sticky note there. 
It's a sticky note. It's a, you can take a sticky note. You can write a really quick message of appreciation. Stick on somebody's computer, put it on their desk. Uh, if they, they, if they're quoted in an article in the local newspaper, you can add the sticky note there. In fact, uh, Alan, if I were, we were meeting in person and I handed you my business card, you would open it up and you would discover it's a collection of sticky notes or it's sticky notes and with a simple message on. Thanks. Great job. That's written quite lightly on there so that you can add your additional words. It's not enough just to say thanks. Great job. You want to explain why you felt what the person did is a, uh, is a, uh, was a good job. Another way you can use sticky notes is write a note to yourself, stick it on your computer and uh, as a reminder to recognize people. Sorry, I'm just having some allergies this time of year, so I'm sneezing. That can be a problem this time of year. It sure is, as the pollens start coming out and everything else. Uh, so those are great ideas. The power of the sticky note should not be underestimated because it is so powerful. It it is so it it can be so individualized that I think people should use tools like this all all the time. Yeah, let me. Can I just take a moment and talk about my number one staff recognition tool? Sure, please. The thank you card. I think everyone should have a stack of thank you cards sitting on their desks all the time because a handwritten thank you card is much more powerful than an email or a letter or something because it it's clear that you took time, that whatever the person did, the person themselves is important enough for you in, to invest some of your time writing a little note. And there are ways to make that even more uh, powerful. Rather than leaving it in somebody's mailbox or dropping it on their desk or handing it to them, mail it to their home. Uh, put a real stamp on it. Or better, get one of those colorful stamps that are issued by the post office from time to time that really stand out. Or find a right stamp for the individual based on what you know about that person. If it's somebody who likes art, there was a wonderful collection of uh, in Canada, a group of seven art prints that were on stamps, and you just add one of those. It really stands out. And when it gets home, who sees the note first? The envelope first, the handwritten envelope along with all the bills? Family members. And so when the staff member gets home, they say to them, what's this? Why is your boss sending you a handwritten thank you note? And they can talk about what the boss says in the note and how proud they feel of their success at work. Again, we're coming back to involving family. Exactly. And I think this is where the rub is. And I think this is techniques that help to prevent people from resigning because there is a not only just a, you're, you're not just a number, you're not just a cog in the wheel. People realize that the management, the system, the business cares about them as individuals. Very much so. Um, and the you know, ideas that we're talking about are generally low cost or no cost at all. That may be a little small investment of your time. And the reality is we're all busy and uh, we want things that we can do quickly. And organizations don't have a lot of money in their budget for recognition. 
So this show that I'm having you on is something called Driving Biz. How can people get better businesses by improving their management and recognition techniques? Well, I think the success of any business depends on the people who work there. Uh, assuming you do a good job of hiring, and that could be a topic for another conversation, but you want to keep the people. When you have top performers, you want to keep those, well, as, I, as you said earlier, you want to keep the right people. Because every time you have a vacancy and you have to refill that a position, that t- became, makes your company less effective. The customers don't receive the kind of service they want. Um, the team doesn't work as effectively together. So when we can keep people, when we can use recognition to know, let them know they're valued, um, that they're appreciated for what they do, and and uh, that they are where they belong, that they are in the right place, people are going to stay. And you know what? That challenge begins on day one. On the very first day, I you know, if you've probably heard the business um, advice of, Hire slowly, fire quickly. And that's really good, but it's incomplete. The other part should be we want to recognize immediately. People should get recognition on their very first day of job for some small contribution. Um, and it could be even as we get people, we hire people, and that we actually begin even before their first day, maybe making phone calls, just keeping them in the loop. Can you imagine the impact if uh, a new employee before his his or her first day in the job, where they receive a phone call from the CEO or other senior management people saying, welcoming them and expressing that they're glad they've joined. In terms of day one, you can talk to people about why they were hired. I mean, that's good news. Something stood out on their resume or they said something during the interview. Maybe they're not even sure why they were hired. Tell them, congratulate them, tell them what a, how happy you are to have them on staff. And then keep that recognition flowing, you know, throughout the first few days, the first few months uh, that a person's there. And then, in fact, throughout the whole time, they continue to work for the organization. People stay where they feel valued. People stay where they feel valued. And, And people value a business where they're valued. They value the people around them. They value the management more. They value the values of the business more and the attempt to make that business greater and bigger. If they are part of it, that being greater and bigger is all part of this being important. The authors of the book, Great Workplaces, uh, said that leaders, they asked leaders what well, they asked employees, what makes yours a great workplace? And part of the response is that the leaders were credible, respectful, and trustworthy. And we, if they can trust people, it makes a difference. And then a, a bit of research found that in an environment where people are recognized, 90% of them say they trust the leaders, the leadership. However, if there's no recognition, only about 48% of the people say they recognize people or they trust the leadership. Trust is such an important thing. It's something that is often earned and earning it comes from those little baby steps that make it important. 
That's right. As a as a leader, one has to do things in, a, in an honest, uh, credible way. And the trust the trust isn't something that the leader creates. It's a, by being there. It's by that person's actions. And it's like recognition. Uh, trust begins with the people in the organization, the employees, the frontline staff. Uh, just as the value of recognition is determined by the people who are being recognized. That's why it's important that we create an appropriate way to recognize people. That we that we and we base that on what we know about the people and what's important to them. Exactly. Well. How can people find out more about your book or books and where can they get copies of them? Well, uh, I suspect the best place to go is to my website and it's appropriately enough called greatstaffrecognition.com. Greatstaffrecognition.com. There you can um, find out information. You can sign up for my newsletter, uh, which comes out about once every two weeks, always filled with tips on how to recognize and hire the right people. Um, you can purchase my first book, Great Thanks, um, Thanks, Great Job, there. And right at the very top um, of the page, there's a place where you can click, and then you will be joining kind of a mailing list, and I will be updating you on the progress towards publishing uh, my second book which on recognition, which is called Thanks Again, which you referred to earlier. Nelson, thank you so much for illuminating our audience and helping them along the way. I know they are going to be thankful for what you've said, and I'm sure these little pearls of wisdom are going to help them in their regular businesses. Thank you very much, Alan. I appreciate the opportunity to talk about something which I'm very passionate about. Excellent. And ladies and gentlemen, check out my website, Dr. Ellen Leica. That's D-R-A-L-L-E-N, Leica, L-Y-C-K-A dot com. And sign up for a golden pearl each and every week. It'll help you in your business and your life. Bye for now and have a fantastic day. We hope you enjoyed Driving Biz, where you get the advice of the leading experts of the world. If you want more, you need to join the number one community for business owners, NoBull.Biz. And for a limited time, you can join at a discounted rate. To learn more, go to NoBull.Biz.